You're listening to highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Jennifer Flay. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. Jennifer Flay, welcome to the Creative Process. Thank you. Uh, this is a special year for you. It's the 45th anniversary of FIAC. You have just uh, received the Kia World Class uh, New Zealand Award. Yes. And your, your role in reinventing FIAC and restoring the French art scene is widely recognised in France. It's when I came to France that I encountered the gallery world. Well, the word to start with became involved just, you know, through attending openings. Uh, um, came into, into into contact for the first time with living artists, living artists that were that were actually part of their creative process, uh, shaping the future of art. And I realised, well, with a sort of a great sense of immediacy that things, for example, that Edouard Manet, the painter, said, like you have one has to be of one's time, il faut être de son temps resonated with me very, very strongly. And through the through the artists I met, I became interested in the gallery world. Also because, um, you know, this is the end of the 70s, well, actually in 1980, uh, as I said, to be more precise, but still with the heritage of the thinking of the 70s, thinking that, and, and it was, you know, this is what you, you go back and look at the media of the time, and a lot of magazines, specialist magazines, the role of the gallery was criticised. It was obviously a... Um, a time where conceptual and uh, conceptual art uh, practices were very much to the fore. Uh, the gallerist was was criticised in a way that doesn't happen far so much anymore as somebody that was, um, let's say, making money, you know, on the backs of artists and so on. So I was quite interested to to find out what this was all about, because the gallery world in New Zealand was pretty pretty much inexistent at the time. So I did an internship at a gallery, and quickly, within you know just a couple of days, found out that, well, I saw people that were passionate about what they did, uh, obviously met more artists in the context of, of the gallery itself, and for the first time in my life, really, apart from um, you know visiting museums and, and and the prints and drawings section of the Auckland City Art Gallery, where we did you know have physical contact with with artworks, meaning you know picking them up, turning them around, looking at the back. In the gallery, uh, Catherine Serre, I, I had this first contact with you know artworks and this physical, sensual relationship with them because when you're in a gallery. You know, not only do you hang them, but you carry them around, you wrap them up, you you store them, you unwrap them, you carry them around again. It's and so it's a it's a very 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 different relationship to the artwork than seeing a projected image, which is the way you know yes. most uh, art uh, history students um, re- a projected or a a printed image, um, mm. at least up until a certain period uh, in your university career. And until you have first-hand contact with the artworks themselves, that's that was my experience up until then. I, um, I fell in love with a guy from Berlin, actually, who I'd met through a through an exhibition, a Nice Berlin exhibition that took place in Nice. Followed him to Berlin and f- kind of fell into the beginning of the um, of the Neuenwilden, the um, new new uh, new Sauvage painters, which was a German uh, emanation um, or parallel of 
the Transavangardia, or what was happening in uh, in the States with Julian Schnabel, uh, David Saleh, a return to figuration, oh, yes. which was quite a radical, you know, obviously a radical mm. shift from the 70s. So, yes, people like Salome, Fetting, Middendorf, Basquiat, uh, so Baselitz, um, Pink, those artists, and, and, and just being in... In Berlin, going to cafes at night, just mm-hmm. leading a normal life, and but, but cafes where you know these artists would be arguing, fighting sometimes about issues of contemporary art, and I realised how vital it was in the fact that I wanted to be involved, that I wanted to be involved with you know whatever I, whatever knowledge I'd acquired over the years. I wanted to, to put my my efforts to support artists that were working on in in ways which were yet to be fined, yet to be analysed, yet to be um, catalogued, you know, with no, just to work with loving artists of my own generation. So I did what I considered actually very deliberately, like an apprenticeship, worked for three different galleries for, for, for a period of nine years, so three years, three years, three years. And in that time, worked with many of the most important artists of of that time, you know, ranging from Andy Warhol to Roy Lichtenstein to Jean-Michel Basquiat and Keith Haring and Robert Longo and Franz West and oh, Carl Andre, Richard Serra, uh, Lawrence Wiener. I realised that I was working with the that I was working directly with some of the, many of the people that I had studied in my art history (laughs) courses. So it's kind of like, no. I mean, the answer to your question, did I imagine that I'd be running FIAC? Uh, No. Um, Did I imagine that I'd be working with those artists on a a one-to-one basis? No. And, you know, sometimes at that at that time but also now I kind of have to pinch myself just like this is you know this is real this is happening and you know today when and I think that um, you know this girl from New Zealand me is yes at the head of FIAC and that we have um, we have venues in the Tuileries Gardens where we work with the Louvre Museum and the Place Vendôme where we work with the city of Paris on the Avenue Winston Churchill which we shut to traffic during the um, during the, the fair, on, upon my request, to the mayor of Paris directly, but also in the Petit Palais. This year on the facade of the, of the, um, of the Grand Palais with some um, uh, special artist projects using the techniques of video mapping mm-hmm. in the Grand Palais, and this year also on the Place de la Concorde. I think, wow, that's, you know, that's really big. It's pretty major in terms of the scope of the, of the fair, its ambition. And I had this major, major, major car accident when I was um, in April 1999. You know, I mean, we were driving um, my uh, the guy that was installing for me because um, we, we took down the show that night and we were starting to get the gallery ready for the next show. Driving back from the show with my assistant from the gallery at night at, night at one o'clock when we finished um, work for the day. And we had this really, really bad car accident in which I had the near-death experience and broke my neck and was in a coma and it took me a very 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 long time to recover I mean I'm talking a couple of years a few years in fact I don't think that medically I was considered um, consolidated with sequels with permanent injury until about two and a half three years after the accident anyway 
during that time, of course, I had also I had some um, issues with memory. My my short term memory was um, impaired because of some lesions, brain lesions, and so it was very difficult to run a business, of course. But the gallery was, you know, so important for me, so important. It was my life. Anyway, one thing led to another, and it became increasingly obvious that, given my state of health, I wouldn't be able to continue my business because you can't run a business when you're on that stage. And so I had to close my gallery. And I was devastated because, well, as I said, it was my life. And in my accident, I lost my health um, permanently. I also lost the only child that I was ever expecting in my life. Um, And actually, ultimately, even lost the gallery because I had to close it. Mm -hmm. So I was in a very post-traumatic state of mind. And the reason for this was was because I think really that France not only deserves to safeguard or must safeguard her, her cultural institutions, I was in a position to do it. We must make sure that we leave strong institutions, a strong cultural situation to the coming generation. It's a responsibility. Um, also as a, uh, somebody that was not born French, as a foreigner, um, if you like, I I felt that it would be perhaps an opportunity for me to put something back into the French Mm. cultural situation that had left room for me. Of course, there's always been, you know, people that have been... Nobody was expecting me to show up in France and to, you know, to create a, a, you know, one of the most important galleries of my generation. So, of course, there were... I didn't, you know, there was a little bit of jealousy involved here and there, but France had always left left room for me, let me participate, and I wanted to give something back, you know. I was in this post-traumatic uh, state of mind where I thought you escaped death narrowly. I mean, I was in death for a while, but yeah. that now things are different, and they've always been different since. You have you, you think differently after something like that. When I was at school, I went to a girls' school because that's, you know, that, that at the time that's that's what was done. But we were told that we could do absolutely every, anything we wanted, anything whatsoever. We could, if we wanted to be aerodynamic engineers, I mean, there were no barriers, none. And probably, yeah, that also made me the person that I am today. I always thought that I could do exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And people also say in terms of fear, that the fact that I that I am uh, a foreigner has enabled me to, to, well, has helped me because it's true that I don't feel burdened by convention. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel tied down by what people uh, expect, you know, because it's always been done that way. Mm-hmm. I, I feel completely unfettered mm-hmm. and my, um, I don't feel bound by convention. And, you know, I don't obviously... The aim is to create, is to federate the cultural world around the event. So I'm not going to create upset gratuitously, but if I think something can be done differently and better, then I will definitely do it. Yes. Yeah. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.